0: Welcome back, to Deckardorks. We're the 12-Sided Guys. We have Matt as Artis. Ahoy hoy. <laughs> and Tickris. Ahoy oh, crap. Scott as Ember. That's me. And Darden. That's me. Sabrina as Hop. Yo. And Adressa.
1: <laughs> What's up?
0: <laughs> Jordan as Bert.
2: What do you do? And Yastin. How's it going there, friends? Huh? <laughs> <laughs>
0: And me, Paul, as the giant of Babel. I mean Kefka's Tower. I mean the statue of Iramil. We're glad you've joined us for this adventure. <laughs> it's, a, it's called a Zord. <laughs> that's right. I am not the Zord, that's right. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: well, we're glad you joined us for this adventure through Pavantus, through all of its twists and turns, crazy fights, intriguing intrigue, and hopefully memorable <laughs> and vast story that had you on the edge of your seat on more than one occasion. For sticking around with us so long, and now as we begin the end game, all we want to say to you is thank you. Anyway, if you ever rode a big whale to the moon, then this podcast is for you. It's the Crystal Codex, episode 110. I used that one before. I don't think so. I don't think so either. Did any did it ever bother anybody else that like you had the elemental crystals on the upper world and the dark crystals from underground, and then all of a sudden on the big whale there was this random crystal of flight? It bothered me that the dark crystals didn't have any kind of differences. It was like in the upper world, all the dark, all the crystals had like like fire, earth, wind, and 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 water, but the dark crystals were all just oh, this is a dark crystal. Hi-ho. Lally-ho. It's like, (laughs) Lally-ho. Hey, Lally. Uh, Gosh, I love that game. I always assumed that it was like, it was things like magma and ash and... Ketchum and Brock and Misty. (laughs) The morning sun cast its first rays over a city holding its breath. The eerie quiet that has settled over the streets and plazas, markets and mansions is broken only occasionally by the sound of wind and wave. Even the animals seem to understand that here the world is balanced on the edge of a knife. A stray mutt cautiously paws through a pile of flotsam, but backs and cowers as the shifting trash clatters to the ground. A feral cat stalking across the roof of a nearby home raises its hackles at the sudden disturbance, but does not hiss. Every living thing in the city of Almar seems loath to break the agonizing silence. Well, almost every living thing. To the west and to the south, at the great city gates, two long, slow processions wind their way out of the city. Carts are pushed and pulled by mothers and fathers as children walk beside or ride packed in with what belongings the family can carry. Horses anxiously stamp hooves and champ bits, impatient with the slow pace that sharply contrasts with the stench of worry and fear that permeates everything. The sounds of plodding feet, creaking wheels, and jangling metal lead away from the city as Almar prepares for the inevitable.
3: The inevitable. Not all her citizens are departing, however. Elsewhere in the city, windows have been boarded up with floorboards, doors have been barricaded with heavy furniture, and dull spears and rusty axes have been retrieved from their hiding places. Parents hush already quiet children, families boil water and cut bandages from blankets, and everyone prepares as best they can for what is to come, whatever it ends up being yesterday the criers brought word from the high house from the high speaker nicolette st clair speaking of the coming conflict with inevitability and its angel irameel the words were clear evacuate the city or go to ground but whatever you decide stay off the streets once the morning comes most citizens have elected to follow her missive most but not all at the harbor amidst Almar's splintered piers and shattered docks, congregate countless followers of Iramil, zealots of inevitability, praying, prostrating, and pleading with arms raised towards the sky. All face the massive statue in the bay that dominates the horizon, their chants and prayers discordant and overlapping in an uncomfortable murmur that drowns the shoreline. Occasionally, an acolyte will look away to the south, unsure in their faith and fearful of what is to come, but most show a steely resolve and a fanatic's zeal. The years of preaching inevitability today will finally prove fruitful. From somewhere near the Imperial Palace, a low groan
0: breaks sharply through the din of chanting believers. The ground trembles as something large shifts beneath Almar's streets. Before the crowd can place this disturbance, a cry goes up from multiple voices at once With a resounding crack, a massive chunk of marble breaks and falls from the colossal statue in the bay, followed by another. A torrent of falling stone bounces off of the tower pedestal and roils the water far below as the exterior of the statue's two massive wings falls away. Sliding and expanding, the two wings become six. Zealots cry, whether for joy, fear, or dread, as the angel blossoms with light. Behind the eyes of the statue, a bright and vibrant green light suddenly flares while in the middle of the chest, in a recess long obscured by the marble that now falls away, a deep red glow the color of fresh blood pulses to life. The angelic statue, even more lifelike now after having shed its stony outer shell, leaves the pedestal upon which it stood, accelerating up and up, a hundred or more feet into the air above the already imposingly tall tower. As the statue rises with increasing speed, it instantly and completely stops, hanging perfectly still in the air. Below in the city, the noise and vibration now picks up in intensity, buildings shake and fall as something bursts from the ground near the Imperial Palace. A ziggurat, capped with a black spike of onyx, pierces through the plaza and rises to street level as a causeway. 30 feet wide and hundreds of feet long, lifts from the waters of the bay and locks into place a few feet above the waterline. It's lined by a waist-high banister and dotted periodically with glowing green and red lights. Out in the bay, at the far end where this bridge meets the base of the tower, a door has appeared tall,
2: strong, and golden in the morning light. The crowd of worshippers stares in wonder as suddenly a figure can be seen walking along the causeway. His form is stooped, his robe is tattered and threadbare, and his head is bald save for a few scant white hairs. He hobbles the length of the causeway through the red and green lights at a slow, measured pace, as the zealots along the shore see him and cry out, hoping to follow him towards what must be the sanctuary of the angel himself. Surely, this is why they all felt the pull to be here in Almar at this very moment. As a dozen or so acolytes push under the causeway, they rush forward a few yards before becoming bathed in the glowing red and green lights. Before another footfall lands, they've all died. Some bathed in fire, others withered like a dried out plant, one even freezes solid only to shatter while another disintegrates into a sticky slurry. All this, yet still the old man plods along through the killing lights, all the way to the tower's golden door.
1: The crowd, once exuberant, is now perplexed. Why had this man been allowed into Iramil's presence and not them? What sin had they committed? Casting their eyes to the statue for some answer, some clue as to what Iramil would have them do, a woman calls out. Her gaze is not up but behind. At the foot of the causeway, having seemingly appeared with the rising ziggurat, stand 11 figures warriors by the looks of them. A tall, red-haired woman brandishing an enormous axe stands beside a slight man holding a glowing dagger and a strange bladed disc. An old man and an even older man, both in blue military coats, stand surrounded by a smattering of swordsmen and what appear to be a librarian? Confusion becomes purpose when as if with one mind, the mob of anxious, pious acolytes decide that these new arrivals must be stopped. None are more deserving of reaching the tower than us, a man shouts. Surely least of all these blasphemers, who look set on disrupting Iramil's victory. With a roar, the crowd surges towards the foot of the causeway and the awaiting warriors. It's pandemonium below, while the sky above remains
0: relatively calm, save for a handful of airships and several huge birds of prey bearing riders. As the last of the stone veneer falls, revealing the angels form beneath, one airship, ancient looking but graceful, and the four avian mounts break off and make for either side of the statue to deliver their passengers. Before they reach their destination, however, a deafening sound between a cracking and a tearing splits the air. Just as the airship and the birds deliver their passengers onto the right and left shoulders, the sky itself rips open in countless places, revealing behind it glimpses of light and blackness, stars and clouds, and countless celestial entities clamoring for entry into the plane known as Pavantis. In a burst of speed, the airship takes evasive maneuvers while the birds, agitated and aggressive, launch themselves at the beings from the sky. The ultimate battle of the war with inevitability has finally begun. spring break
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: welcome back to Pavantus to the city of Almar and to the beginning of the end or at least that's what Iramel hopes for Nari Roos Richter and Pine <laughs> sorry <laughs> I'm missing somebody oh I'm there too <laughs> um, as well as their allies Master Samon, Colby, the former magister now turned librarian as well as five other acolytes of Lord Laramie As they stand uh, by the causeway, they have seen what these lights will do to people who are bathed in their glow. Um, And also we see the crowd surging forward to try to take out these 11 warriors. But that's not the story being told today. We are actually going to talk about the JV squad and the snow patrol. We separated out uh, last time, the JV squad and the Snow Patrol with allies. The Snow Patrol decided to take Bordemus. Um, because we already had tall people. <laughs> that's right. Because there's already a tall person. Adras is pretty tall, too. <laughs> the JV squad decided to take Brinby, the uh, field marshal of, the, of Tabury's army and former valet of Pine, um, a large uh, minotaur-ish
3: man. So the question is, who is going left and who is going right. Is that stage right or stage left? I, I get them mixed up. <laughs> Honestly, it is alright because either way you look at it, one of us gets to be
0: on the right side, which is the correct side. I think we were all fighting over that.
2: <laughs> As the ripper birds want to drop. to something funny? I never knew what my right or my left actually was. I always get them mixed up. <laughs> it's all <laughs> that about is.
1: perspective anyway.
2: That's hilarious. <laughs> you you might you put
0: their hands out, and whichever one <laughs> makes the L is the lift. And whichever one makes the R is weird, because your hand shouldn't be making an R. Maybe you've got mangled <laughs> fingers. <laughs> oh
1: shouldn't be making fist. Uh.
0: Always a fist. <laughs> Always a storm fist, yes. Um, all right. As the Ripper Birds drop off the Snow Patrol onto the statue's right shoulder, the allele eagle pulls up its rope ladder and pulls away as the JV Squad, Bert and Hop, Ember and Artis, as well as Brinby and a, a falcon wolf named Ginger uh, land on the statue's left shoulder. Why don't we have a member of the Snow Patrol and a member of the JV Squad roll initiative? I mean, I can roll initiative for the uh,
3: JV squad. That's a 13 from Otis. That's my Otis voice. (laughs) Darden got a 15 for the snow patrol. Snow Patrol, it is. On the angel's right
0: shoulder, we have Ticarus and Adressa, Yastin and Darden, Sir Bordemus, and Twitchy, the mechanical rabbit. You all leap off of your ripper birds as they go flying up into the air to uh, attack some of these Angels, these celestial beings that have been uh, emerging from these rips in reality. Um, The ripper birds are doing well. They seem to be attacking as a pack and staying close together, ripping these feathered and flaming figures that have been uh, entering the world of Pavantus, hell-bent on, well, not um, hell-bent, heaven? heaven Heaven-bent? Heaven-bent, yeah. Heaven-bent on (laughs) keeping you guys from uh, stopping inevitability. As the snow patrol lands on this uh, this shoulder, uh, kind of a little bit dispersed uh, before anything can happen, you guys can see there's a doorway leading into like the trapezius area of the statue that's uh, it looks like it's a, a well-built door um, ancient in origin, very similar to the facility deep down in the glass mountains as well as to the facility underneath the temple of Erdos up in the mountains and north of Tabri. this very finely made Um, metal door that looks like it slides in like a pocket door. Um, It is uh, there kind of leading into the rest of the statue. As you assess what's going on, you hear the screeches of the ripper birds. You hear the thrum of cannons and bullets and arrows flying up in the sky above you as more and more airships have uh, leapt into battle, including the angel's might soaring high up above. Um, You gather yourselves just in time for two rips to open in reality as four massive angels fly out of these rips they are feminine in shape but they are made of flame and fire they have um, these large wings that are uh, similar to seros only there's a little bit more substance to these angels they have more of a physical human looking body um, and yet there's something very fiery about them Coming out along with them, you actually see two angels that are much smaller but are heavily armored in plate armor. Um, So you have two of these fiery angels to the south and two of these fiery angels to the north. And the Snow Patrol is spread out in between. And we are going to roll initiative.
1: Not loving the, uh, the look of this, guys.
3: Vickrace
2: rolled a 17. Darden got a 19.
1: Addressor rolled a 16.
2: And Yastin got an 11. Womp womp. All
0: right. At the top of the initiative order, we have got Darden. Darden, you are kind of standing further over to the west with Twitchy by your side. You can see your allies are all in the middle of this shoulder as basically all four corners of the shoulder now have angels
3: upon them. What would you like to do? So Darden and Twitchy are both going to run up to the um, the Big Angel and the Little Angel that are just directly south of them. Darden is going to engage the smaller one and take an attack with his Forge Keeper's Hammer. Okay, awesome. The first attack is a 26 to hit. That will definitely hit, yes. For 8 bludgeoning damage. Okay. Um, after I hit, I'm, I'm going to use Hammering Horns and after I a, after a hit a creature with a melee attack as a part of an attack action, you can immediately use bonus action to attempt to push the target five feet. Um, so they need to make a DC 16 strength saving. That's going to be... I'm at eight, natural 18, so yes, this, uh, this angel does save. Okay. So then the uh, second attack is going to be a 19 to hit. Uh, that will hit, yes. And that'll be at uh, 12 bludgeoning damage. So that'll be it for Darden. But then Twitchy is going to attack the bigger one A 10 to hit. That'll probably miss. That will definitely miss. Yeah. yeah. then that, that will be my turn. Awesome. Um, after
0: Darden goes, then we have Sir Bordemus rushing forward. Sir Bordemus rushes forward to um, assist you, uh, Darden, with the angel you've already been attacking. And Sir Bordemus gets to make three attacks. Um, it looks like two misses, but then a natural 20. Um, that is going to be, holy moly, um, this is going to be big damage, guys. That's going to be 36 damage with that critical hit. As Bordemus, who used to use a sword and shield, now wears plate armor and does not carry a shield, but instead carries a greatsword, a very elegant looking greatsword as well. Um, but that is going to be Bordemus'
2: turn. Good hit there, Broker Mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Ticris,
0: it is your turn. All right, Tychrys. Seeing, uh, yeah, Tichris is kind of in the middle of the shoulder, and there's you know three enemies to the north, three enemies to the south, and it looks like like it's just Yostin and him up here um, that can access the the north side right now. Um, so what he's going to do is he's actually going to run to uh, his ally and friend's aid. They used to butt heads, but they've been fighting together. They, they have some respect no. now. It's frenemies aid. They're not not even frenemies anymore. Now I would just say friend. Or work colleague, <laughs> um, <laughs> work colleague. <laughs> but uh, so he's what he's going to do is he's going to actually rush up to the armored one, stay ten feet away, closer to Yostin, um, and uh, up to the armored one again with a ten foot reach, and I will uh, become the Storm Feast Incarnate and basically rage. Awesome. Uh, which lets me do um, some lightning damage to him. So, this guy needs to make a DC 16 dex save or take some damage. That is going to be a failure. That's only a uh, an 11. Four lightning damage to this guy. And then I'm going to take a couple attacks. Okay. With my Hatchet of the Fire Giant, which I have not ignited because, I mean, these guys seem to be somewhat fire. Oh, actually, the, the smaller guys are not fire. The big guys are fire. The smaller guys are not fire. Well, I already so they, also used my bonus action, so... True. Sure, okay. okay. So, so just just a heads up, there's four big fiery angels and then two armored um, smaller angels that are more like man-sized. Okay. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and take two attacks. So first attack is a 25 to hit. Deal some damage. Uh, that will be 16 slashing damage. Okay. Uh, and then the second one will be a 17 to hit. That will clink off of its armor. Well, Boo. And that will be Tickress' turn. Alright. That is now going to bring us to... Well, actually, Adressa, what's your uh, what's your dexterity score?
1: My dex is... 13 plus 1.
0: Okay, so uh, the the armored angels are going to go next. This armored angel that you attack, Tickress, is going to rush you and is going to swing at you um, I believe three times.
2: Bring it
0: okay here we go um that is going to be a 16 or a 22 or a 25 so the 16 will miss but the rest all there are two hits uh the first one is going to deal 1d10 plus 4s 14 damage plus an additional 2d10 that's another 16 that is uh, going to be a total of let's break it let's break it out because I am resistant to slashing piercing bludgeoning cold and lightning damage okay uh, these are all slashing damage oh, okay so that's all halved so it's a total of 30 damage so 15 damage okay and make a strength saving throw difficulty 15 27 okay uh, you feel it trying to, like, do a, a quick move of its sword to make to disarm you, uh, but you manage to hold on to your axe. And now the next attack is just going to be 2d10 plus 4, which is another 10 damage Have to 5. Okay, great. Okay, the other one is facing off against Bordemus and Darden. And it is going to attack against... Ooh, here comes uh, uh, some pain, Darden. Uh, Darden, you have three attacks coming your direction. We've got 17 or 15 and 15. Do any of those hit? None of those hit. Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Very good. Adressa, it is your turn.
1: Okay, Adressa is going to kind of mosey around, um, uh, Dordan and his pet, and come along to the edge behind one of these angels, and then she's going to call the the storm part of the storm fist and cast a lightning bolt. Uh, which he is going to try to hit through all three of the angels on this side. And I think it's going to have to hit Bordemus too. Sorry, bud. Looks
0: like Bordemus is in the line. He's going to try to make a dexterity save and he is going to fail. The others, uh, we've got three saves. Let's see. The angels. It looks like one of them saved. Just that first fiery angel.
1: Okay, perfect. So it is uh, 38 total damage and then it's halved if they saved.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh. Poor
1: <laughs> And
0: Bortemus is now bloodied. Sorry, bud. The angel that uh, Bordemus and Darden had been fighting, uh, it falls to the ground and then rises up off of this shoulder as like this white mist and disperses with the wind. Nice. So one angel down. Is that your whole move, Adressa?
1: I think yes. For now, that's all I'm going to do.
0: Cool. Yastin, it is your turn. Yay. You have got three angels to the north and two fiery angels to the south.
2: All right. Yastin is going to, he's kind of positioned near the middle of the platform, a little bit closer to those angels on the north. And being that he's more of a marksman, he feels like he's a little too close and a little too exposed. So he's going to move a little bit back towards the larger group that's fighting to the south, where Adressa had just launched her lightning bolt. Okay. And he'll move down, but he doesn't want to leave uh, Tikris alone up there, so he will turn around once he gets into position and he will say, Phobos! Deimos! Come, I need your aid! Alright. We're gonna summon some wolfy boys. We have so many pets, guys. We do.
1: I love it. I love it. <laughs> We're like a shelter or
2: something. <laughs> 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 All right uh, Phobos and Deimos And we're gonna We're gonna position them To be flanking our Boy Tikris. Suddenly there is a massive Wolf to the left and a massive Wolf to the right of our man Ticris Alright I think I have to roll initiative For them A 13 for the initiative For the wolves Alright very good is that your whole turn That is it. That's all I can do. That will bring us now to the
0: Angels of Fire. The fiery angel that managed to make the save is going to turn on Adressa. Adressa, there are two attacks coming at you. These fiery angels, they have in their hands, they have a sword, and it looks relatively mundane, and then they have what I'm calling a mongoush, a dagger in the other hand that has a big flame coming up off of it. Um, The first attack... As it swings it's at too you. Too bad Pine and Richter aren't there to tell you how to really pronounce that word. Yeah, I don't know how to <laughs> say it. Main Gauche. Main Gauche. Main Gauche. ma gauche. Okay. Anyway, uh, fiery dagger coming at Adressa first, and that is going to be a sixteen.
1: That'll hit.
3: Twitchy's gonna impose disadvantage on the next attack against Adressa. Okay, but not this first one. This one not already. First hit. One. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah, I I didn't say it in time. So
0: that is going to be seven damage plus Another 8 damage of fire damage. So that's going to be a total of 15. And I need you to make a constitution save difficulty 12.
1: Oh my gosh. Okay, so I rolled in that one for 3. But oh. I am going to use my uh, my luck and try this again. Ugh. Okay, there we go. That was a 14. So, whew.
0: Okay. You felt not only did this, uh, this blade uh, burn, but it also... It something about it caused your blood to freeze, um, not like cold damage, but just like you felt your body slow down and you felt this paralyzing effect almost take hold. But you managed to shake it off because you are lucky. Here comes is it the an next... icy hot blade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who, who is this, Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal?
1: <laughs> I'm also going to use some stone's endurance and uh, uh, take off a little bit of that. Well most of that damage, 14 of that damage.
0: That's (laughs) awesome. When you said you're going to shake it off because you
3: are Taylor Swift? (laughs) Shake it off. Here comes the sword attack. It does hit with another 17. um, He he had disadvantage on that one because Twitchy was helping. Oh, okay.
0: Disadvantage. That's good because that next
3: one is a natural 20. (laughs) So just a
0: normal hit and that is going to be a total of uh, 11 uh, slashing damage to dress up the next fire angel is going to come and split attacks between Darden and Bortimus. So, uh, the first attack coming towards Darden is going to be this flaming dagger. uh, Does a 21 hit. A 21
3: misses, Darden.
0: What? (laughs) You're kidding me? Oh my gosh. Yeah.
3: (laughs) You're
2: kidding me.
0: (sighs) He's Um, an artificer who only gives himself the magic items.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. He's Iron Man.
0: Bordemus got hit by the sword for max damage. That's 16 damage to Bordemus.
2: Oh, like, geez. come on, guys. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> the I feel Bortimus bad. Bordemus is Bortimus. always the punching
0: bag. Oh. And I actually I beefed him way up, too. Uh, oh, really? Yes. <laughs> well, he needed it because he was a punching bag.
1: We call it a team player.
0: You look over at Bordemus, and he is bloody. Okay, we have a Fire Angel coming at Ticris and a Fire Angel coming at Phobos or Deimos. Okay, so here we go. Um, We have Fiery Attack coming at uh, Ticris. That is going to be a total miss, a natural one. And then the the attack coming at Phobos is going to be a natural two. So that's another miss. (laughs) The other Fiery Angel is going to do the Fiery Attack at Ticris, which is going to be... Oh my gosh. Am I doing that... Yeah, I am. Okay, that's going to be a 12. And then coming at Deimos is going to be a sixteen. That'll hit. That'll hit. Okay, 2d6 plus 4 is going to be a total of 12 damage to Deimos. Oh, now poor puppers. Yes. And believe it or not, that is their turn back to the top with Darden. Darden the Untouchable.
3: <laughs> Darden's going to turn to face Bordemus and just slap him across the face and say, Get back in there. And heal him for 12, <laughs> 12 uh, HP. A lot less than I expected, but that's all right, I guess. And then um, Twitchy is going to attack the um, the one fighting Adressa with her attack, and uh, that was a thirteen to hit. That is going to miss. That was my turn. Okay, uh, Sir Bordemus
0: feels much much better after that slap across the face, and he is going to now go against the other fiery angel here on the south side, the one that took full damage from Adressa's lightning bolt. We have got three attacks. Actually, we're going to do each attack separately. That is going to be a 19, which is going to hit, which is going to do uh, 17 damage, which is enough. This fiery angel that got uh, that took the full brunt of Adressa's lightning bolt disperses in a flash of flame as Sir Bordemus comes over now to help Darden and Adressa with this last fiery angel here on the south side. Hooray! Boredomist doesn't suck. Two attacks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, No, he doesn't. He doesn't suck. Uh, And that is going to be a 20 and a 17. So only the 20 will hit. And that is going to be, again, uh, that's going to be 17 more damage to this one, which is going to deal some serious damage. Very good. Okay. Only one fiery angel on the south side of the shoulder, but still two fiery angels to the north, as well as the armored angel. Taking on Tichris and Phobos and Deimos. All right, Ticris, it is your turn. You've got three choices. I didn't mean to imply that the Bordemus wasn't ever any good. I'm just remembering the crystal caper, yes, where that one he was just kind of <laughs> didn't do much. Yes. Um. Okay. So, um, this time for my bonus action, I'm going to go ahead and ignite the hatchet of the fire giant, and then I'll take another swing at the armored angel in front of me. Cool. Uh, There'll be a 23 to hit. That will definitely hit. Uh, For seven slashing, 10 fire. No, sorry. 10 slashing, 10 fire. Oh, okay. Is he still up? He is still up. Yes, he is. (sighs) But he is definitely bloodied. Okay. And then for the next one is only a 13 to hit. So that's my turn. That will miss. All right. This uh, last armored angel is going to fight right back at you with uh, three attacks a natural one. The second one coming at you is going to be a 16. That will miss. And the last one coming at you will be a 17. That just barely hits. Okay. Um, That is going to be uh, a d8 plus 4 is 9 damage plus 2d10 which is going to be a total of 17 damage. Halved to 8. Halved to 8. I need you to make a strength saving throw difficulty 15. Uh, It's only a 13. All right. Wait, no, no, no. Just a second. Strength saving throw, I have advantage, have on, advantage those. on those. You have advantage
3: on those.
2: Oh, it's a 14! Oh. <laughs> oh, gosh. You have a plus nine on those saves. That's I brutal. know. I know.
0: Uh, Tikris, your axe falls to the ground with a free uh, item interaction. He is going to kick your sword and attempt to knock it over the side. It's not a sword. I mean, this axe. It's a hatchet of the fire giant. <laughs> He's going to try to kick. It's the, hatchet the only of weapon the I have. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to attempt to kick the hatchet of the fire giant over the side. So he's gonna make a he's gonna make an athletics check okay um, From his distance here to kick the sword that's like 25 feet away. That's a hefty kick. I'm gonna put the um, the difficulty at 18. That is going to be a 12 plus what did I say 18? Twelve plus it, five is a seventeen. You are so <laughs> lucky. Okay, it's so hanging that, over the it edge, is hanging over the oh. edge. Um, over um, on the edge of the shoulder of the shoulder pad, this like this uh, this flat stony surface you guys are, are fighting on. The axe of the fire giant is literally teetering um, on the edge. All right, Adressa, it is your turn.
1: Okay, Adressa will actually break away with the angel that she is fighting and she will run up to help Tikris.
0: Okay. There's gonna be an attack of opportunity coming at you. Cool. That's a 25 to hit.
1: That does hit, that, that'll do it, yeah.
0: So that's gonna be 11 piercing damage and then um, add in um, another seven fire damage. And I need you to make another constitution saving throw, difficulty 12.
1: Okay, I got that one, twenty one.
0: Okay, perfect. Again, you feel your body starting to slow down and freeze up, um, but you manage to save as this paralysis cannot take hold.
1: Sweet. So I will kind of run up to where uh, Tickrus' axe has been kicked, and I will kick it back towards him. Um, And then I will use my lightning attack again, and I think I can target... um, the angel here on the left, and then the little angel too.
0: Probably, I'll say you can get one big angel and one little angel and still avoid Phobos, Demos, and Tickris, Yes,
1: that's kind of yeah, sweet, perfect. Uh, so yeah, let's see what we got here.
0: Okay, they both made their saves. I rolled a natural 19 and a natural 20.
1: Sweet. Okay, that was 38 damage again. Is that what they rolled last night? 38 damage. That's that is exactly you what
0: it. you rolled last night. So yeah. That is 19 damage to each. That is just enough to take down this armored uh, angel Woo-hoo. and this other fire angel takes its first damage of the night. This armored angel disappears in a uh, in a puff of smoke and mist as there is, I mean, if, if you're interested, there is a long sword um, on the ground there, Tikris, if you do need a backup weapon now. <laughs> uh, looking at my character sheet, I have a javelin, two hand axes. I guess I have a, a lightning javelin, but still. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, address is that your turn?
1: Yeah, and I said I would, like, kick his axe back, hopefully, relatively yeah, yeah, yeah. close to him. Well, why don't
0: you make an athletics check? We'll say difficulty 18 to get it right underneath him so that um, so that he can just pick it up next turn without having to move.
1: Nice, cool, six, so. Okay, uh-huh. it, is,
0: it is underneath uh, Phobos, and Phobos uh, is, like, kind of uh, pawing at the ground and stuff as it's going after this fiery angel. So tickers will have to move in order to get it.
2: But that does bring us to Phobos and Deimos' turn. Okie dokie. So we'll start on the left with Phobos. Um, Phobos is just going to go ahead and make an attack against that uh, fire angel that's directly in front of it. Um, I think he will have pack tactics because of everything that's happening here in the scrum. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. So 21 to hit. That will definitely hit. All right. And actually, it's surprisingly close to missing, but yes. (laughs) And then that's 7 damage Okay um, And he will need to make a DC 13 Strength save or get knocked prone Okay, she is knocked prone Ah, uh, oh. she, okay Yes, yes Very cool um, That's it for Phobos' turn Now we'll have Deimos go ahead and make an attack At the angel uh, Just directly In front of Deimos The untouched angel Uh, 23 to hit. Let's see if we get critical.
0: Untouched by an angel. (laughs) (laughs) It's Roma Downey. I
3: don't know. Once touched, I didn't think you could be untouched.
2: Oh, Um. So, (laughs) 23 to hit for that one. Don't do it. I'm an
0: angel sent by God.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Gosh, I forgot
0: all about that show. For all you listeners who are younger than 40, Touched by an Angel was a story about two angels that went around telling people not to, like, watch porn and cheat their
2: employees and stuff so Demos did 10 damage and that fiery angel will also need to make a DC 13 strength save or get knocked prone
0: okay
2: let's see um sorry I went to IMDB
0: to look up touch my angel let me go back to (laughs) roll 20 (laughs) sorry Uh, strength saving throw yes Uh, strength saving throw is going to be oh that's a natural 20 so this one does not get knocked prone Got it.
2: Okay. That is it for Phobos
0: and Deimos. All right. Well, Yastin, then it is your turn. You have one fiery angel here to the south
2: and then two up to the north. Cool. So Yastin is going to go ahead and take a shot at the angel that just got knocked prone, um, which even though he's shooting with a bow, does that give him advantage at all? You'd have no disadvantage. disadvantage.
0: Yeah. Prone targets are harder to hit with range, but they're easier to uh... hit up close. Yeah. So if we, well, you're within five feet, you have advantage. Otherwise, you have disadvantage.
2: Well, screw that. Then I'll just shoot the, the other one that's not knocked prone. Okay. Well, I think I think that that means I did not hit this one because I think I rolled a 12. Okay. Um, and then I'll go ahead and make another shot at that same one. A 29 to hit. That will hit. Yes. Okay. Four. Ten piercing damage. Okay and i'm gonna do uh my colossus slayer because okay. that one had already taken damage so we'll do a d8 for an additional five all right well very good
0: okay um now it is the fire angels turn we have the one is surrounded by darden and uh twitchy and sir bordemus this one is going to attack twice at darden Darden, you've got some attacks coming your way. The first one with the fiery dagger is going to be a 10 to hit. That will miss. That will miss. The sword comes slashing at you for a 16 to hit. Neither one
3: of those will hit. My shiny new armor is, is blocking all of your attacks. <laughs> um, up to the <laughs> You top. basically have like four tower shields, like
0: one in the front, one in the back, <laughs> and then one strapped on each arm. It's why you're not hitting. It's because you have tower shields strapped to your arms. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got the fiery angel who um, who was not knocked prone is going to attack at... Um, looks like it's going to attack at uh, Deimos. Deimos, two attacks. The first one is the dagger. Does a 17 hit? Yeah, 17 will hit. 1d8 plus 4 is 6 plus another 6 fire damage. That's 12 damage total. Um, and then the sword attack is going to come at you for a 23 to hit which will also hit and that is going to be um 11 damage
2: oh man okay he is barely up that poor <laughs> okay. poor puppy oh.
0: all right the other one is going to come after either Tichris. oh the other one's going to stand up first and then come after either Tichris or phobos is going to come after oh Tichris. We've got two attacks coming your way. The first one with the fiery dagger is going to be a 13 to hit. Yeah. I mean, no. (laughs) The sword (laughs) is coming at you uh, with a 25 to hit. And that will be eight slashing damage halved to four. I can take it. Gosh, I love barbarians. I really do. Well, that's going to bring us now back up to the top of the round with Darden. Darden, you've got one fiery angel here to the south.
3: Yep, so Darden's going to attack it with his Forge Keeper's Hammer. The first attack is a 28 to hit. That will hit. Or 14 bludgeoning damage. That is uh, very impressive, and this angel looks to be dispersing,
0: um, kind of flickering and flaring uh, with sparks and embers coming off. Oh yeah, embers on the other shoulder, never mind.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Then a 15 to hit for his second attack. I'm assuming that one misses. That will miss, Yes. Then I'll have Twitchy. We'll see, if, we'll see if you can do it, Twitchy. Nope. Is an 11 to hit? <laughs> now these uh, these Fire Angels actually have an AC of 19.
0: Okay. Something okay. about the way they move really, really quickly. All right. It's Sir Bordemus' turn. We have got one attack coming first, and that is going to be... Oh, that is a 19 to hit. That will hit, and it doesn't matter what the damage is, but we're going to do it anyway because it's fun. That's going to be 18 damage to this Fire uh, Angel, and that is the other fire angel on the south side of the shoulder is down. Sir Bortimus is go- then going to take his moves. 10,
1: 15, 20, 25,
0: and 30. And he is going to approach Deimos. Um, let me think about this for a second. He'll attack Deimos. Why not?
1: <laughs> oh, well, he can't do it. Never mind. He's oh, got yeah, one no. more attack.
0: <laughs> I was thinking, he's got, lay on hand. he's got a pool of lay on hands, but he can't do it because he already attacked. And he actually has three attacks. So he actually, you know what? He's actually going to pull out a javelin, and he's going to hurl it at the fire uh, angel that is attacking Deimos, the one that laid waste into Deimos last time. And that is going to be exactly a 19. Oh, nice. No, never mind. Never mind. That's, a, that's an 18. Never mind. It's going to miss. All right. Bordemus' turn is up, and Tychris, you are Wait, didn't up. you say he has three attacks? He's got one javelin. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, uh, Tigris will... Um, uh, you know, I don't care about disengaging. I'll draw the attack of opportunity as I head over to um, pick up my axe. Actually, I might still... If they have reach, I might still be in the threatened square. Um, they do have reach. Okay, yes. so then I don't draw an attack of opportunity because I'm still within 10 feet of them. Oh, that's true. Of both of them. So I'll pick up my axe and then I'll move right back to where I was. And um, the one attacking phobos is the more hurt one correct actually at this point they are within one hit point of each other okay then i'm going to go out for the one attacking demos okay um and i'm going to go ahead and use my hatchet of the fire giant which is no longer ignited um actually first my bonus action they need to make a dc 16 dexterity saving throw the one attacking demos uh that was a 14. uh that will not save so he will take or she will take eight lightning damage okay and then my actual attacks with the uh, hatchet will be an 18 to hit, which misses. That misses, and a 13 to hit, so those that we'll will miss. also miss. Yes. All right. I look intimidating there. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. That brings us now up to Adressa. Adressa, you've got two fiery angels here attacking um, your boyfriend. It's complicated.
1: It's not really the time to talk about it
0: <laughs> well, When is the time to talk about it? You know my feelings <laughs> My cape blows in the wind dramatically Oh my gosh, that's Damn. so great uh.
1: <laughs> um, Yeah, a dresser will step up again uh, And once again use a uh, lightning bolt spell To hit both of the two angels here
0: Okay And So then you make deck saves again Yes. That is going to be uh, only the one attacking, um, only the one on the right, the one attacking Deimos uh, saved. So how much damage is that?
1: 25.
0: 25 halved to 12?
1: 12, yeah.
0: Okay. So you've got two fiery angels. Both of them are hissing and popping. The one on the left that's been attacking Phobos is literally almost insubstantial. The one on the right um, looks to be a little bit more substantial still. But that is now bringing us to Phobos and Deimos' turn.
2: Okie dokie. Well, let's start with Phobos, who will try to attack that weakened one that's directly in front of her with a uh, only an, a 10 to hit. With advantage, though, because of Pack Tactics. Oh, with Pack Tactics. Thank you. Uh 17. Still that's not going to miss, yeah. Oh, okay. And then we'll go to Deimos. Deimos will attack the one in front of him. A 12 to hit, 10 to hit. Yeah, no. So even with advantage... Demos fails to connect. Alright. Well that brings us now to Yostin. And following Yostin, we will have more Fire Angel attacks, and Demos may not be able to survive. Alright. Yostin, what are you gonna do? Alright, Yostin is going to take aim at the Fire Angel that's attacking Demos. Try to save my beloved puppy. A 23 to hit? Yeah! Alright. Damage will be seven piercing. But we'll go ahead and use the Colossus Slayer to add a D8 to that. Actually, actually, you know, I'm going to use one of my abilities here, which is my Piercer ability, which is once per turn, when I hit a creature with an attack roll, I can re-roll one of the attack's damage dice and then use the new one. So since I had rolled a one for the damage dice, I'm going to go ahead and re-roll the D8 (laughs) and I rolled a two. So, <laughs> which is you literally seven damage.
1: doubled it?
2: That's right, I doubled
0: my 100% damage. Hundred
1: percent success rate. Well,
0: you know, um, as you as your arrow streaks out and hits this uh, fiery form, you didn't even need to reroll. It was exactly the amount you needed to take out the fiery angel that was attacking Demos. Now one fire angel remains.
2: Yay! Okay, cool. Well, let's go ahead and make the attack at the other one. Uh, Twenty-two to hit. That will hit. And we will do eleven piercing, and I will I guess I'll add the Colossus Slayer one to this one then. If that's okay. That's fine by me. Cool. An additional five damage for Colossus Slayer. That is enough.
0: This fiery angel sweep disperses in a puff of fire and flame and cinders and um, and other synonyms other, for fire. <laughs> other fiery things, you know, like um, ash and ketchum. I already used that. <laughs> I used that. You did that already. <laughs> All right. Um, uh. And we are going to cue victory music.
2: Yay.
0: All right, we have got the um, Snow Patrol has just finished their battle on the uh, right shoulder of this Angel of Iramil statue. Ticris will uh, will axe in hand, walk over to Adressa and uh, clasp her by the hand and say, thank you for saving my axe. It is the second most valuable thing to me on this giant robot shoulder. And he'll look
2: into her eyes. Oh,
1: that's so your, your axe is always safe in my hands.
2: <laughs> am, am I the other one? Decris, am I the other thing that's important to you? Why aren't you talking to me? Wait. You're being very <laughs> silent. Because you told me last
3: night that I was the most important one to
0: you. Uh. Tichrist will uh, will look off to the north, away from everybody else, and bonus action cape will billow. <laughs> but I keep making you big
3: every time you ask me.
0: Now let's get into this door before anything else shows up, and I will use I will actually activate the fire on my axe again, though. Perfect. All right, as you guys enter the door, I want you guys to do anything you want to do as far as heals or anything like that, as the story moves. Not. Forward in time, but actually a little bit back in time uh, to the opposite shoulder and the JV squad who was dropped off on the left shoulder of this statue of Iramil. Interestingly enough, once Bert, Ember, Artis, Grinby. Hop and Ginger are dropped off on this shoulder. Um, They can hear the popping and the ripping as reality is torn and angels come pouring in. And for whatever reason, it seems that the angels on this side of the statue are following after the allele eagle, which dropped off the JV squad here. And it is clear of enemies at this point. All right, well, it looks like it's going to be smooth sailing for us. It's super
3: easy.
1: Yeah, let's uh, bust down this door.
3: Is that fighting I can hear in the distance? I don't
2: know, maybe.
1: Doesn't seem like my problem.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Who'd have thought this final Zord thing would be such an easy breeze? Let's get in there. Such a pushover. (laughs) All right. I gotta remember how to play a
0: monk. (laughs) We have the JV squad on the left shoulder of this statue of Aramiel, as it looks like Hop is going to open the door to uh, enter the interior of the statue of the zord
1: let's roll tide guys this is super easy
0: (laughs) (laughs) maybe i should check that thing for traps or something
2: nah just head on in there i'm sure there's no traps i'm sure it's super safe in here
1: it'll be fine
2: all right come on ginger let's 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 see what you can do
3: so tiny um why do they give you the nickname tiny you're quite a big man i was small as a child
0: I don't know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was because I was so big. It was kind of like, you know, you you call somebody tiny, but they're actually really big. Or you call somebody stinky, but they don't really smell bad. Oh, is that why everybody called me stinky when I was. Everybody was always like, oh, you stink <laughs> no, so bad. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure you were actually stinky. I mean, I was raised on a pig farm. <laughs> That's right. All right. Do uh, you see this door going into this kind of the trapezius, the kind of the upper shoulder area um, of the statue. For you non medical people, if you lift, those are the traps. There are traps! Oh no, we should have searched for traps! <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the door is opened, and who is going in?
1: Oh, Hop's rolling right in.
0: Okay, perfect. Confidence. We'll say that everybody is kind of lined up as the door opens, and. Now you can see inside, we are going to roll initiative as tears open in the fabric of reality. And there are now angels pouring into this chamber as well. We have four of these armored angels and then two of these fire angels. It's kind of the opposite pattern that we saw on the other side. All right, artist rolled a nine and Ginger goes with me. Ember rolled a
3: 19.
1: Hop rolled a 12.
0: And Bert got a five. All right. At the top of the initiative, we have Ember
3: with a 19. All right. Ember's going to run past her partners and stand about 10 feet into the room. Let me just do a quick measurement because something's going to happen. Ember is going to cast a spell called Dancing Whip. Ooh.
0: I've seen that guy. Isn't he the guy who sings with the two whips and he's like cracks them? (laughs) And even saying <laughs> Sephiroth, Sephiroth, I saw him do <laughs> that one.
3: So I get to make an, a spell attack against um, uh, five different people. So, I'll have, so okay. the first one was a 14, so would have missed on this one. Then we'll just kind of go around and I'll try and get five of them. Okay. So the second one is an 18 to hit on the fire angel. The fire, that will miss the fire angel. Oh no. okay. come on! Then the then the smaller angel in the back you get 25 to hit that will definitely hit yes so that'll do 32 damage what <laughs> then this guy I like this one this is nice oh it's a, it's a level 6 spell it's a it's a level 6 bomb then a 30 to hit on this fire angel that will hit oh, yes. yeah for 36 damage oh my, oh my oh god, my god. 30, 32 32 i'll rolled the damage 32. once okay and yeah. then i've got one more that i can try and hit oh my gosh uh 21 to hit on the last one that will hit yes so then damage? another 32 so the first two i missed but then the three angels in the back of the room each took 32 damage
0: that's 96 that's damage that
3: you dealt with one spell holy that would ow. be ember's turn and she she runs into the room and she's doing dance moves and kind of you know moving and grooving to her own music that nobody can hear and just she's whipping like, out watch at me with them Watch, Watch me, me nae nae nae. Nae. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh man! And that was her turn. Okay, is that uh, a,
2: is that a concentration spell? You get to do that uh, next turn, huh? No, it's a one and done. Unfortunately, <laughs> a man can dream at least.
3: This is true. All a right. man can dream of Ember whipping them.
1: And I have. I know I do. (laughs) All
0: right. Well, that brings us now to um, Hop. Hop, it's your turn.
1: All right. Hop is going to enter this room and head over to the littler angel uh, down on the left. Okay. And he is going to cast uh, branding smite on himself. Okay. And then he is going to go in with his weapon and oh my gosh that's a 10 to hit
0: that will miss
1: I would think so um okay let's try that again 26 to hit
0: that will hit yes
1: that is going to do oh my gosh this is rough (laughs) (laughs) 8 damage and then I get that extra 3d6 okay so that is going to be a total of 19 damage so nothing very exciting there okay and I think we'll just leave it at that for now
0: doesn't that also that also does something like uh, doesn't it have an extra effect like is it easier to hit them or they just can't turn invisible or something
1: oh yeah they can't turn
0: invisible okay yeah awesome well, well this yeah. angel attempts to turn invisible and fails <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> get wrecked.
0: loses its turn artists it is your turn you see your allies go running in to uh, to this chamber Okay, well, Artis is going to go ahead and follow in right after Ember so that uh, he can see as well. I was going to say, I should probably explain this chamber a little bit. As you enter into the statue, um, the outside is all still like marble and elegant looking, you know, like uh, very, very well crafted. When you go inside, it is um, metal and you see like machinery and gears and you see even like some crystals that are still uh, thrumming with power. This is definitely more of a, uh, it's a construct as you, as you enter inside, it is a, a working machine. Okay, um, so then artist will um, run down next to Hop mm-hmm. on this Armored Angel down here um, and take some attacks with the Dagger of Pity, Oh the Dagger of Pity, Awakened, or whatever my accent is supposed to be. First attack's a 27. That'll hit. For 12 piercing and 5 necrotic. Okay. Second attack will be a 28 to hit. That will hit. For seven piercing and four necrotic, okay, looking rough, Um, Captain Ginger Snaps is going to take her reaction and throw on an infused strike. So an additional 1d6 cold damage on that last hit, another five cold damage as uh, my connection to my falcon wolf adds some cold damage to that hit. And then um, I will use my bonus action to do an unarmed strike. Uh, jab. Okay. Uh, another 27. Holy crap. Yeah, that's 27. A, how much damage can you do? Nine bludgeoning that is, damage. That is enough. This armored angel poof, disperses uh, like the mist.
1: I could have taken care of it, uh, but uh, thanks.
0: <laughs> and then right after me, Ginger will just come in and kind of just hang out right behind me. Uh, she's still a little. Um, timid and small to go up head-to-head against these guys. Okay. Well, very good. That brings us now to these fiery angels. One of them comes rushing over towards Hop and Artis. The other one rushes towards Ember. Ember, you've got two attacks coming at you. There is first this dagger made of flame that comes at you and strikes at you for a 15. Does that hit? Yes. What? (laughs) Ember's squishy, guys. Oh, that is going to be 11 damage plus um, only four fire damage. Okay. And then I do need you to make a, uh, a constitution saving throw. Difficulty 12. Ember got a 10. Ember is paralyzed. Oh no. Okay, for Whoa. one minute at the end of your turn, you can attempt to save again. Cool, cool, cool. And that is now going to be an attack with a sword. And as you are paralyzed, it's going to be with advantage. And that is going to be a 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That's going to be 14 damage. The other fire angel is going towards either Hop or Artis. It looks like it's going to go towards Artis. Artis, you've got two attacks coming at you. First, this flaming dagger is going to miss with a nine. And then the sword comes crashing down at you with a 26 to hit. That will hit that will be oh maximum damage that'll be 16 damage ouch okay bert bertram you are up how you guys doing in there well i think honestly with all the damage that the big guy on the other shoulder took during that last fight he started with more hit points than i have total and
3: i just took a big hit
0: uh that sounds rough
3: um Bert is going to make his way. Ember blinks Morse code. I'm paralyzed. <laughs> oh, right. And also, Ember's <laughs> probably
2: like, in real bad way. <laughs> so Bert will move into this room. Mm-hmm. That's half of his movement to get in there. Sees a couple of these fiery dudes. Um, he's going to position himself right in between Hop and Ember. Um, Because he's using his liberator halberd, he has reach, so he can hit either of these fire guys. Um, He's going to start by by doing his fighting spirit and say, strong are the men of the glass mountains. And he will give himself 10 temporary HP and will give himself advantage on all of his weapon attacks this round. Nice. And we will go ahead and attack the one that uh, attacked ember okay but the north one yeah the one on the north so first is a 26 let me roll it again for advantage to see if we get the critical nope so 26 to hit that'll hit yeah this will do 8 slashing damage okay um, and then you know what I'm gonna do yeah okay we'll go ahead and do another attack at that same one critical Oh, nice nice and this is a this is a vicious weapon too so Ooh. oh yeah <laughs> nice things I think can happen when it's critical here so let me make sure so when you attack a creature with this weapon and roll 20 that target takes an extra 14 yeah oh nice okay. so seven slashing plus the 14 for 21 damage but I'm also going to do this one well, in- actually so actually your- it
0: didn't it didn't double your double your dice so it's actually uh 10 oh, plus 14 it's 10. actually 24 damage
2: 24 damage okay cool um, and I'm actually going to do this uh, maneuver a goading attack maneuver on this one and um, we'll do an extra d6 of damage but then that creature will need to make a dc16 wisdom save and if it fails it will have disadvantage on all attack rolls against other targets other than me and I only did one extra damage <laughs> well it is now coming
0: after you on its turn okay as it failed it's safe okay and that will bring us now to the the last member (laughs) of your group we have got Brynby, also known as tiny he is going to come rushing in 5 10 15 20 25 Uh, he's going to stand kind of between this fire angel to the north as well as this armored angel that has not moved yet Um, and he is going to make his attacks against the Armored Angel that has not moved yet. That is two attacks from Brinby. That is gonna be a 22 and a 28. Both of those will hit. Nice. That is going to do 2d6 plus d8. That's gonna be 12 plus five is 17 damage from the first one. And from the second one, that will be 14 plus five. That'll be 19 damage a total of 36 damage. And as a bonus action, Rinby will raise up his sword and he will call out to Bert and say, hit him again. And Bert, if you want to, you can burn your reaction to make a weapon attack right now.
2: Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um, uh, only a 10 to hit. Okay. Do you still have advantage, though, because of your fighting spirit? I believe you do. Uh, let me see what it says. Until the end of the current turn. Oh, okay. So now, so my guess is to the end of my current turn. Correct. Okay. Well, that will do it.
0: We now have the armored angels moving up. One is going to continue to It's going to start attacking Brynby. Another one is moving up to either take on. Well, let's be let's be honest. It's going to go after Ember, the paralyzed um, form, and the other one is going to come and attack at Artist. So three attacks coming at Brynby. Um, that's going to be 15, 16, and 9. All three attacks will miss Brinby. Um, Artis, you have three attacks coming your way. Wait, they're, they're all coming at me? Yes. Oh, Only geez. one will hit with a 22. Okay. Um, and that is going to be D8 plus 4 plus 2D6. That's oh. going to be 10. Uh, that's going to be 14 damage from the one hit that got you. Okay, all right, damn. Oh, jeez. Okay. And Ember, three attacks coming your way with advantage. Yeah, this is brutal. First one is only a 14. That misses. Second one we will definitely hit with a 22. Okay. And the third one will hit with an 18. Okay. So we have two attacks coming your way. The first one is going to be... Um, fourteen plus four is going to be eighteen damage, and then the last one is going to be just a regular sword attack, which is only going to be eleven damage. So a total of twenty-nine. Ow! All right, and that brings us now up to the top of the round with Ember. Ember, your turn is over. You can try to make that DC twelve Constitution save again. Uh, Ember got a nat one for two. <laughs> oh, gosh. Ember is still. Paralyzed. Um, that brings us to Hop.
1: All right, Hop is going to do a couple things here. He is going to use uh, his bonus action to cast a shield on Ember. Okay. To give her plus two to her AC, because she is clearly kind of struggling. No no hate, though.
3: <laughs> I mean, she looks good, but she's struggling.
1: She's just struggling, yeah. He's going to kind of uh, slip past here. And um, put his hand on her and give her a little bit of uh, restoration and end her paralyzation. Oh, it's going to smack nice. her around a bit. Wake up.
0: It's weird for oh. her to be on the receiving end of the uh, <laughs> smacking around. Exactly. <laughs> I kind well, of like that, huh? Oh, nice. All right. Well, Ember is back up and in the fight. Artis, it is your turn. You've got a fire angel in front of you, and you've got an armored angel kind of just to the south of you. Oh, great. And it's just me. <laughs> it's just you now. Well, Bird is, st- Bird is still within range of the fire angel, and so is Hop. Okay. And so, uh, trying to remember, the armored angel and the fire angel both were hit by that uh, the whip earlier, Yes, they right? were both hit by the whip. So they both are hurting. Uh, they're both definitely bloodied. Okay. All right. Then I'm going to go after the... Oh, the fire is the one that paralyzed, right? No, the armored angel's paralyzed. Nope. No, the fire, fire angel's angel. paralyzed. Okay. Yeah, they've got icy hot daggers. I'm gonna go up to the fire angel. Um, first attack with my dagger of pity will be a twenty-three to hit, nine piercing, one necrotic, and Captain Ginger Snaps is gonna use her reaction to add the cold damage to this one. And how much cold damage? One. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's a total of eleven damage for that first attack. Second attack, dagger of pity. As uh, a 29 to hit. That will Jeez. hit So close to crit uh, 10 piercing and additional 1 necrotic As this angel poof, Disappears In a puff of smoke And cinders And, um, and fire and flame And, and put and, and, <laughs> and catch him Stop with that, man. (laughs) Okay, Um, you've got. I think you got a bonus action to make another attack against this armored angel if you want to. I do have a bonus action. Actually, I'm going to go ahead and uh, use one point of my adrenaline uh, to give it the old one-two. Yeah, and just you know, the armored angels actually have worse AC than the fire angels for some reason. Okay. All right, so I'll start with I'll start with a uh, a cross. Okay. For twenty-five to hit, that'll hit. Uh, For nine bludgeoning, and then a hook. Okay. For twenty-two to, to hit, no hit, or eleven bludgeoning. Ooh, so this that's twenty damage. This armored angel is in rough shape. Yes, for sure. Okay, okay. that brings us to this last fire angel that is uh, still up and standing. And fire angel is going. has two targets to choose from: Rinby or Ember. Wasn't this guy incited? He will have disadvantage on anybody he attacks except for oh, me. That's right. This one would would know that. Thank you for reminding me. It is going to actually move around. Oh, can't. How does it? I guess it has reach. It can get past Ember. Bert, you've got two attacks coming your way. The first attack with the dagger is going to be a natural twenty.
2: Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. That's the big one. Fine.
3: <laughs> Ember, Ember will. Lash out with her whip and try and like strike away the blow and make it re-roll that D twenty. Okay, and that is going to be a, oh my gosh, that's going to be a fourteen to hit instead.
0: Yes, <laughs> and that okay. would miss. And here Woo-hoo! comes the here comes nice. the regular sword attack, uh, which is going to be a twenty-five to hit. That will definitely Ouch. still hit. Um, yeah, and that is going to be um, thirteen slashing damage.
2: Oh, that's not bad. I could yeah. I could take that. Okay, uh,
0: Bert, you are up. you've got fire Angel you got three armored angels still standing
2: a lot of hurt angels in this room. All right, let's uh let's go after the fire angel um, and just see if we can't finish that one off. So Bert will you know yeah, I won't worry about doing a fighting spirit on this one. So I'll just go ahead and make some normal attacks at him. So first one, gosh, only a 14 to hit. That'll miss. And then the second one, 25 to hit. Nice. nice. Ooh, only five damage. Is that it?
0: Do you have a third attack?
2: Oh, actually, I do have three you attacks. Say, you're a fighter. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, say, you're, you're a fighter. I, <laughs> I forgot. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, what did you as? I, totally, yeah, I totally forgot. Okay, 23 to hit for the next one. Yes, that'll hit. Uh, for 12 damage. That is better and you know what? Let's go ahead and action search. Okay. <laughs> and let's, let's go ahead and make a couple more attacks at that one. Okay. 23 to hit. That'll hit. Eight damage. There is an explosion of
0: sparks as this fire angel disappears. You have two more attacks and an armored angel in your
2: threat range. So yeah, we'll go ahead and make some attacks at that one. Okay. Um, a 20 to hit. That'll hit. Four. Eight damage. All right. And one more attack, 27 to hit. That'll hit. For nine damage. All right. Nice. Nice round. Nice. Very
0: good round, Bert. This one looks to be um, hurting as well. And last but not least, we have got Brinby, who is going... He is surrounded by two different armored, armored angels, both of whom are in rough shape. He's going to go after the one that is in worse shape first. Um, and that is going to be a 25 to hit. That will hit... And that is going to deal uh, 10 plus 5, that's 15 damage. And that will actually do it. The Armored Angel that was kind of to the south of him has disappeared. And there is one more with one more attack coming at it in his range. And that is going to be a 27 to hit, which is going to hit, which is also going to deal 9 plus 5, 14 damage, which is going to take this guy a little closer to disappearing. And as a bonus action... um, he looks at you, Artis, and he says, Go on, then. And you get to make another attack. I'm really chuffed to do this. Boom. <laughs> That's only a 12 to hit. <laughs> <laughs> I missed. Um, Brinby's using Trippin's Greatsword. This is one of the things that Trippin's Greatsword could do. Um, their allies could attack with, the, with their reaction. All right. That brings us now to the Armored Angels. Um, Artis, you're the only one in range. So we've got three attacks coming at you. Um, Oh my gosh, 14, an 11, or a 10. I think all those miss. I think they do. (laughs) And then Brinby has three attacks coming his way, and that is going to be uh, only one will hit. Just a 21 will hit. That is going to be a bigger hit. That will be 10 plus 7. That'll be 17 damage to Brinby as Brinby takes his first damage
3: of the combat. All right, Ember, it is your turn at the top of the round. Ember is going to step forward a little bit to be within range of that Armored Angel. Mm -hmm. And she's going to take a couple of attacks with her whip. The first one is a 22 to hit. That'll hit. For six slashing and four psychic for 10 damage total. As that
0: angel falls to the ground and then blows away like mist. Yes, there's one more Armored
3: Angel in this room. Down by Artis. I should be able to get within range... Because it's something. a it's a reach weapon as well. And then I'll take another attack with the with the whip. A 21 to hit. That'll hit. For another 10 damage, six slashing four psychic.
0: As this other armored angel falls to the ground and blows away on the wind. I'm like dust in the wind. All we are is dust in the wind. Dude. Dust. <laughs> wind. Dude. We will cue victory music. I was quoting Bill and Ted.
1: I crushed it, guys. <laughs> You're welcome.
3: <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I, I definitely appreciate you, Hop, for getting me back in there.
1: Somebody had to do it. Sorry about that.
3: they're well, all in a day's
0: work. Right, do we see a way out of this room? I think we need to go deeper. Looks like they're down in the south. Yeah, it looks like there is a kind of a pathway to follow uh, here in this room artists will like go down and start giving scritches to uh to ginger you did a great job girl you were amazing as the jv team uh makes their way further into the statue and as the snow patrol enters their side uh they see Winding pathways uh, through this level of the statue, Uh, machinery and crystals, grates and metal um, winding around. They find each one of these groups finds a staircase. The snow patrol finds a staircase that heads up towards the head of the statue. The JV team finds a staircase heading down, down into the chest and into the abdomen of this statue of Iramil and... So heading toward both brains. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's where we're going to stop for tonight as the JV team and the Snow Patrol venture deeper into this statue in an attempt to turn off the lights that are blocking the pathway to the tower. Thank you for joining me today as you guys venture into this statue of Iramil. Who knows what the JV team and the Snow Patrol will find as they go deeper um, or or higher up in this statue. Um, I do. Anyway, <laughs> um, don't forget we have a Discord. You can come chat with us. Check out our Patreon. You can get some merch in our shop at our website, 12sidedguys.com. And until we get together next time, we hope you have a great time.